0: make our way back. Good morning, everybody. It's Pastor Rich Lee, Pastor here, and it's good to see everybody this morning, especially our guests. Thank you for coming out and uh, coming at a great time. We're still in this series, The Blessed Life. This is part three. Now, I really want to share with you how important this, this, uh, this one is. I call this the foundations of everything we're going to be talking about, of course, about The Blessed Life uh, it's a principle that we're going to sh- talk about and, and unpack called the principle of the first. That's the name of the message, the principle of first. And if, I want you to really get this because this is very important. Not just our finances, but who we are as a people, as God's people, how important it is about the principle of the first. Because uh, I'm, you know, I got this. I wrote this down for this message. It says, this, if God is first in your life, then everything will come into order. With God is first in our lives, everything will come into order. Our marriages, health, finances, family, job, careers, all those things will come into order. Now, if he's if not first, all those become disorder. So as we unpack, uh, as we go into the Old Testament, and see how God put a principle all the way from Genesis all the way to Revelation about him being first. If you have your Bible app, you know we'll have a uh, if you have the U version Bible, we'll be online. We're live right now. And all the notes are there that I'm going to be talking about, the main points. But there's also a place in there you can actually get in there and, uh, and add your own notes to it. So let's go to Exodus chapter 13, verses 1 through 2. And then we're going to jump down to 12 through 13. This is uh, Moses talking to the children of Israel before they're about to cross, into the, uh, cross uh, over into the Red Sea. Getting out of going into freedom, into a new land. It says, said to the, the Lord said to Moses, Consecrate to me all the firstborn, whatever is first to open the womb among the people of Israel, both man and of beasts is mine. Everyone says it's mine. It's mine. Say, it's mine. it's mine. Okay, that's what the Lord says, all his. Consecrate means to set apart. Okay, verse 12. You shall set apart to the Lord all. Everyone say all. all. That op- first opens the womb. All the firstborn animals that are male shall be the Lord's. Every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb, or if you will not redeem it, you shall break its neck. That's violent, isn't it? Every firstborn of man among your sons you shall redeem. Let's pray. Father, I ask again, God, this principle, drive it deep into our hearts. And Father, that will bring transformation to be more know more of you and be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, the principle of the first. God wants us to be first. How many agree? How many are like me? During the week, living, having a house, owning a house, having uh, every day you get to go to the mailbox and you get to find stuff if you have a house, like the electric bill. And some of us from Abilene, you saw your water bill. And then you have your mortgage. And then if you like Dish Network, you have your Dish Bill. If you have all these bills and all these things competing for your finances, and you're trying to figure out, what, who do I pay first? How many go there? And you look at your income, and you see your outcome. And your outcome far exceeds your income. And you're like, who do I pay first? Well, God says, uh, the principle of the first, you give me, you return to me first. And then I will take care of the rest. Give to me first, and I'll take care of the rest. You say, wait a minute, I have bills to pay. Give to me first, and I will pay, take care of the rest. Now, I'll talk about how you can tell your bill collector they can take a hike. I mean, you, don't, you pay them something, but you don't have to pay them all the time, everything. Uh, so when we look at this passage, you'll see God said, everything is mine. And he says, set apart the first that opens the wound. I'm going to unpack this. The first, if you're taking notes, the first point is this. The firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed. The firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed. You see in verse 12, set apart the first. All the firstborn of your animals, their males, shall be the Lord's. Every firstborn of the donkey shall redeem with a lamb. If you do not redeem, him, you shall break his neck. Every firstborn man shall, son of man, among your sons shall be redeemed. God says, everything in the beginning is mine. And when you unpack this, he said, the firstborn, the firstborn, you shall sacrifice. And then from then on, you shall redeem that after. He says the, the lamb is clean. How many agree? How many know Jesus is called the lamb of God? Amen. He was clean. Now, he gave a contrast. You sacrifice the clean, amen, and you redeem the unclean. Have a track with me. Reminds me of Jesus. John 129 I mean, yeah John 129, John said, "There is Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world." Jesus was God's first son and only son, and God sacrificed His Son to redeem. Me. See the principle? This lamb was clean. The donkey was unclean. So I can go, Eon, (laughs) Eon. I represent the donkey that needed to be redeemed. But I could not be redeemed unless there was a sacrifice. When you talk about giving. Your first, it redeems the rest. But you have to give first for the rest is redeemed. So your 10% that you give, and it's a sacrifice because where we live at today in life, it redeems the other 90. It's a principle. But it's a biblical principle because it's the gospel. Jesus died before we were ready. Before God was getting anything In return, Jesus died before we were like, I love you, Jesus. In fact, he died when we hated him. Romans 5, 8 says this. You have it? But God showed his love for us that while we were still what? Christ died for us. Like when you give, God's not asking for the end, at the end of it. He's not asking for this. He's not asking, go through the whole month and then find out. After all the bills, what can I give? He says, no, give first. I'll redeem the rest, and it'll be taken care of. The principle of the first. Think about it. That's the pattern that God set with mankind. He gave without and he said, the, remember the song we just uh, sung, The Great Exchange? What did he get in exchange for his death? Me. I don't think I'm a good bargain. <laughs> I mean, really, y'all? Well, I, I was worth it. I, really, are we really worth it? Did God get something in, re, in, in return that was glorious? He got us. He redeemed us. Because he gave his only begotten son, as Robert Morris calls, Jesus was God's tithe to us. His first fruits, the firstborn was killed. Sacrifice so us can be redeemed. You give your tithe so you can redeem the other 90. Because I don't want to put the other 90 in the bank. Curse as we talked about last week. And I don't want to put, give my 10% to the mortgage company. You ever been there? I don't want to give it to Tel Electric. It's not theirs. It belongs to God's. Now, if you're worried about being in debt, that's why we have called financial peace. I learned this principle in financial peace. You guys didn't make the list this month. You didn't make the, you want $50. Guess what? I'm giving you five. At least I'm giving you something. But I'm not going to shortchange God because right. he gets the 10. I return that because it isn't mine. Now, I will give you five. And guess what happened to me when I had to deal with that? We had favor. You know why they were so happy they got $5? Because I communicated with them. I didn't take the bill and put it back in the mailbox, as Fred Sanford would do. I was honest. And then God redeemed it, and then the five became ten, became fifteen, became twenty, became twenty-five. Because that which is dedicated multiplies. A principle of first. Not the last. You get paid. Don't look at these. They're coming every month. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about them not showing up. They're going to show up every month. But God's here all the time. Give to him first. Don't wait. Well, I think I have enough. He's not on this list. He owns the list. So you give. Make sense? Principle of the first. That's why we miss it in tithing. Because it, it isn't the 10% that's blessed. It's the faith of the 10% because it takes faith to give. Well, you don't know what's in the bank. Everyone's like, really? Yeah. If you're waiting to have enough, you're never going to have enough. So God, before we see the blessing of God, we give in faith. Jesus didn't see no blessing. Before he saw, he didn't see anything. People beating him, spitting on him, calling him names. He died for us. Before he saw the blessing, he died. Before we see the blessing, we give. Make sense? Which takes the second one. The first fruits must be offered. The first fruits must be offered. Look at Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. It says, I honor the Lord with your wealth and with the what? Of all your what? Now, is that some produce or all of it? Then your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will be bursting with wine. He's talking about worship, and worship is reflected in one's finances. You want to know where you are? We want to know what you wor- who you worship or what you worship? We look at your finances. It'll tell us, because you'll think this is more important. If you worship this network, it'll show up. All the pay-per-views, it'll show up. But God, that's always is first. Then you see, should be the first thing off the top. Okay. Now, when we are in the law, it doesn't mean like you're going to financial ruin. You really don't. You're going to fiscal uh, prosperity because everything's lined up perfectly right. Okay. And again, I wrote, I said this earlier: dedicated income becomes a multiplied income. A dedicated income becomes a multiplied income. Now, this principle is amazing because if you know, I talked about last week, the uh, children of Israel going into Jericho and, and they've gone into Jericho and they were going to capture the city. Now, the city represented the main area of the, of the uh, promised land. If you took out the center, the northern and southern campaigns were going to be easy because that was the center of society. And when you took down the center, power center of the place, everything else was scrambled. Okay. Now, they go in. Did they do anything? Did they pick up any rocks and throw? What did they do? They weren't singing, didn't they? They just sung. Sung, First, they walked around. What are we doing, Josh? We're going to walk around. All right, Joshua, it's day one. What are you going to do, day two? We're going to walk around. Okay. Maybe day three. Day three, we're going to walk around. Okay, Joshua, I'm really getting tired of walking around. We're going to do something? Yeah, we're going to walk around. Okay, day six, day seven. We're gonna oh, okay. We got to do something now. Oh yeah, you are gonna sing? That's not a good plan. First of all, we walked around for six days. Now you say sing? Yeah, shut up and sing. You gotta read the Bible. You know they went, how oh, this short Joshua I'll follow you anywhere, right? We actually come out on Wednesday night. Oh my gosh, no, right? <laughs> so walk around, and we tell you to walk around this church six times. You gonna say, Pastor Rich, you are crazy. We actually, for Wednesday, everyone bleeds out on us. So seven days, walking around. It's not sing, blow the trumpet. Oh, my gosh. What? Really? Yeah, do it. Fall down. Did they fight? No. They didn't do anything, did they? The city represented first. Aiken decided to take what belonged to God. Remember? Try to take it home. Try to bury that which, try to put it in his checkbook. Try to put it in the bank. Can't put God's stuff in the bank. Not good for you. Because remember, if you break the donkey's neck, if you don't redeem it, guess what? You're going to lose it anyway. So he lost it, and he lost his life. His family lost his life. What happened was the city of Jericho represented the first. Now, the next city, Ai, when they went and finally got themselves together with the Ai, they received everything. Double the one they would have got at Jericho. Because the first was given to God. And then now is yours. How are we tracking? Old Testament. New Testament. Old Testament. Jesus Christ concealed. New Testament. Jesus Christ revealed. Exodus 23:19 says this: The best of the first fruits of your ground you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. It says, bring into the house your Lord, your God. Your first fruits should come into the house of God. Not online ministries, not in this other. It should come to the house of God. And we talked about last week. We have two choices with God's um, tithe and offering. Two choices. We can bring it, like it says here in the Hebrew, or we can steal it, like it says in Malachi. He calls you a thief. So you can bring it or you can steal it. Achan decided to steal it because it wasn't his. Make sense? Now, you're looking at me, this is tough. No, really, is your priorities of your life is tough. What do you value the most? What do we value the Who do we value the most? Because remember, it's a matter of the heart. And God wants to transform us to look more like his firstborn son. Romans 8, 29. You know, we talked about Romans 8. Everything works good for good. And then we said, because those who were called been going to be conformed into the image of the son, of the first. We're going to look like Jesus, act like Jesus, talk like Jesus, be like Jesus. And where's Jesus' heart? To give. Now, conforming is not easy because it hurts. How I many agree? Because yeah. you know, it hurts to give sometimes because you're never in a good position to give. Because the more you get sometime, oh, the more I need. But you really don't. Now, talk about that. Okay. Rob um, Moore says this, it takes faith to give the first portion to God. Now, it takes faith. I told you a story a few weeks ago about um, giving and how God, when I transferred out the Air Force and Ms. Don transferred out Air Force and she started working as a social worker, well, she became a, a CPS uh, um, she worked for CPS after getting a social work degree. And we were still, our outcome was exceeding our income. And we were giving God first. And then we had some bad investment in mutual funds. And mutual funds were stealing from us. So we cashed those all in. And we decided we're going to pay off some debt because we had a lot of debt, about 37000 So we paid that off okay, by cashing that in. But it didn't matter. The outcome, it got lined up. But in the middle of all that, Donna went to work one day and worse, we went to a conference and someone said, you're going to have increase in the next few months. So okay. What does that mean? I don't know. God's going to just bless you guys tremendously. So we get back here. Donna gets a message. The Lord just speaking to her. One day he says, sit down and talk about faith. Read the book about faith. And she read uh, Kenneth Hagin. What is faith? Great book. Great book. And the Lord said, go start cleaning out your desk at work, but don't tell anybody. So she did. And uh, it was about a couple weeks later. She forgot that she put in for a job at Dias. Dye's called, "Hey, you want this job?" I forgot all about it. Sure, because what the job she was doing then is getting kind of dangerous, going to these high-level cases, and then she's running around chasing bad people around, and and it wasn't good and good for CPS back then. It was too, bu- too busy. So. She said, I'll take the job. Why not? I love this. It. It's a job where I did when I was in the Air Force. Well, she takes the job. She gets a raise on the job. The raise matched exactly what we gave the year before, $10,000 raise. We gave $10,000. Mm-hmm. And then when we cash in all those them bonds and all those, those uh, mutual funds, you get, you're supposed to get like, penalized for that? We didn't. Somehow we had the grace. you don't own anything. Yeah. So we paid off the debt and we get and put the rest of the money in a 529 account for my son to go to college. Now, I thought he was going to go to college in Texas. And I had all the money to go to Texas. Now, I'm going to California. But we had an account. God knew he was going to California. We didn't know. But he had to put us in a position to support him in California. See what I'm saying? What happens is you trust God like I told him. I said, I don't have it. Guys, I will, you know. State Farm, not State Farm. Who is a good one? If I have Visa, Visa, you're only getting ten dollars this month. But God, you're getting it all. I'm not. This that is non-negotiable. You're negotiable, and they appreciated my honesty. And then that ten became higher and higher as God started to bring increase. And when we paid off our debt, we're able to help take care of school in California. You see what I'm saying? What I'm telling you is, is a kingdom principle and living a kingdom life, which is called a blessed life. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Down to start off easy? No, it's a lot of years of my outcome, out maxing my income, but it, it took a lot of years to build faith, to continue to give and say, God, you'll take care of the rest. It's up to you. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to trust your promises. Why? Because it's impossible for your life, numbers, numbers twenty. 23, 19. It says, I'm, I'm not a man. I cannot lie, and I can't change my mind. Whoa, you can't? No, it's impossible for me to change my mind. It's impossible for me to lie. And the third one is it's impossible for me not to be first. Now, you might want to treat me second, but that doesn't negate the fact that I'm first. What? Revelations twenty two thirteen. 13. Someone go there. I mean, you go there. Thank you. I'm getting crazy now. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first in the what? The beginning and the what? He's the first. He's the source of all blessings. He's the source from the first to the last. Now, if he is the source, he is first. I can place him second and third, but doesn't negate the fact that he is first. He owns this whole thing. He controls this whole thing. He sees the whole thing. Dude, I didn't see after the stuff I was doing. I just wanted to stay faithful. Over the long haul. And he does what he does because he doesn't lie. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't have a feeling attack. Now you have a Holy, a Holy, Holy Spirit moment when you say, I'm going to join the church. And then you get home, what did I just do? <laughs> oh, man, I hope they don't call me next week. I won't show up until that class is over. <laughs> you had a moment. You changed your mind. God doesn't, oh, what did I tell Rich? I'm going to bless him. No, I didn't mean that. No doesn't change. He never changes. He never changes. He's faithful. He was God's faithful. Yeah. That's why I can give it to him first. That's why the tithe, the tithe is always first. That's my last point. Tithe must be. Everyone say must be. Must be, must be first, not last. I don't wait till I get paid until 29th. I guess I'll tip you, God. No, I take it off the top. Pride, I mean, faith takes it off the top. And you'd be surprised with are, because the tithe is our first fruit. It's our first fruit. The first portion is the redemptive portion. When you give 10%, it redeems the other 90. Why would you want to have a, a, a bank account with money that's not yours or not empowered to succeed? Right? Why would I want to do that? When he that first portion redeems it, like we learned earlier, God redeemed us through who? Jesus. The tithe is holy. The tithe is set apart, and it's got power to redeem the other uh, ninety. And you're like, like I. Re- Why do you always talk about money? Here's the thing, guys. We don't need the money. God don't need our money. He needs us blessed, so he can help other everyone else who aren't blessed. Make sense? But, again, when you put him first, everything lines up. You'd be surprised what lines up. Make sense? Oh, my. The first portion carries a blessing, but there's no portion, there's no blessing. There's no blessing apart from the first. Now, one thing about tithing the baseline of tithing is sacrifice. It's like when you don't feel like praising God, sometimes you come on Sunday, and I don't feel like praising. He said, well, give me the sacrifice of praise. Sacrifice your personality. Sacrifice your emotions and give me praise. Drop your idols and give me praise. Now, how many know the story of Abraham? We sing a song. One person raise their hand. The rest of y'all go into children's church. Abraham, how many years did he wait for Isaac? 25 years. 25 years, Isaac comes out. He goes and tells, God sees he has Isaac, it's great. God tells Abraham, take your son on the hill and sacrifice him. Now, everyone loves that story, but you don't know the backstory. It had to be that uh, Sarah didn't say, well, praise the Lord, go do that. And she asks, if Ms. Robbie asks Terry, what are you going to do? I'm going to go sacrifice. <laughs> Ms. Robbie's going to say, I didn't hear from the Lord. So I don't know what you're talking about. In fact, I'm going to take this gun and blow your head off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I know he had, he had the question. God, what are you doing? God, what are you doing? Every step. Man, are you certain? Maybe I didn't hear that. Maybe that, Maybe there's that, that stew I ate. Tell me again. Yes. Sacrifice your son. Sacrifice your son. Now, he has something on the way because he told the guy, he came up to a young man, he said, guess what? Hold the donkeys. Me and my son are going up to worship and we shall return. He called it worship. He had the faith that if he had to kill Isaac, God was going to raise up a generations of Isaac. He was able to give sacrifice when he lifted up his arm to kill Isaac. God says, "I now know you won't withhold nothing from me. He received the inheritance at that moment. Guess who that inheritance impacts? Us. Know what his line was when he was gone? The Lord shall provide. What? The Lord shall provide. So when I give and I have nothing in the bank, the Lord shall provide. Because it's a heart thing. He knew he had a heart. To kill him and raise him up. Looks like Jesus. God killed his only son because the Lord will provide a redemption for mankind. Whoa. Whoa. And we're all sitting here, some of us, as the redeemed of the Lord because of one action of a God who is awesome, who is marvelous, who is mighty. Whoa. And it was an act of worship. And he calls us today, give me 10. I can't. I can't. You never will because the devil's devouring all your money because he rebukes the devourer. And this is something we don't talk about in church. You know, they always want to talk about money. Well, do you want to be blessed? You want to have supernatural power working for you or you want to have supernatural power working against you? It's up to you. Because that which is not shared, that which is not dedicated, will fail. Because that which God tells us the first to give, we have it. That he tells us we don't give, we lose it. Remember the donkey? He doesn't stop there. Exodus 13, 14 and 15 he says this. When it's time to come, your sons ask you, what does this mean? You shall say, and by strong hand of the Lord brought us out of Egypt from the house of slavery. For the, When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land, both the firstborn and man, firstborn and animals. Therefore I, the, um, therefore, I sacrificed to the Lord all the males that first opened the womb, but all the firstborn, my sons, I redeemed. Talking about first thing. When you give something, when everybody said if you had a hundred dollar bill, hundred ten dollars, ten dollar bills, ten of them, you say, do I give ten percent of that? No, it's the first thing that leaves your hand. Now we're talking about how God, everyone stand, how God killed the firstborn of Egypt because he owned them. Pharaoh didn't know that. He owned them. But he didn't touch the Israelites, the firstborn Israelites. What did he tell them? Kill a lamb. Come on, somebody. Kill a spotless lamb. Take the blood. Take some hyssop on your door. Take your door. Put it here. Put it here, here, and here. Do this and do that, which represented a cross, and the death angel will pass over because now you are a people who are redeemed. Yes. Yes. And then, when your son and daughter ask you that, why do you give? Know what do you say? Because I'm redeemed. I have the purpose to give because I'm redeemed. He didn't have to do it, but you see the Old Testament type and figure of Jesus, the blood of the lamb. On the doorpost, the death angel passed over. When that happened for us way over 2,000 years ago, guess where we are? We have the privilege to worship God and say, thank you for the death of the Lamb. Thank you for the death of Jesus. Thank you for all of it that I did not deserve. Woo! And I'm reminded of it every day. And he says, why do you want us blessed? Why do you want? So, those who don't know, those who don't have the blood on the post, those who don't know Jesus will discover Jesus yeah. through his people. Through his people. And when you talk about worship, that is the motivation for everything I do. Because I remember the blood of the Lamb. When someone would ask me, Why do you do it? I remember that I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I remember when I wasn't worthy enough to do it. I was nobody. I had a lot of money. I was a nobody. No purpose, no nothing. Then Jesus came. Bought definition. Bought order. He died when I cursed him. He died when I rejected him. He died not because I was good, Because he's God. Woo! So when I worship the great exchange, oh my gosh, I don't forget where I've come from and I celebrate where I'm at. Come on, someone give me a hand clap. So as we worship God, remember, we're going to close. When we close, we're going to have people come up and pray. If you don't, you need to put Jesus first. Your finances first. But some of you have to start with putting Jesus first. If we have prayer time. Come up. Make that, that solemn statement. Make that commitment. And let God line up your life the way He wants to. And those who have been walking with Him way too long, we kind of forget where we were. And we get on our high horse. And we forgot. I had a past, have a present, and he's in control of my future. So let's put our hands up and just let me pray for you. Put your hands up and ready to receive. I'm talking about all of you, the great exchange. And Father, I thank you right now. So we go there, God. Help us to remember all of you for all of me. And I wasn't worth a lot, but in your eyes, I was worth tremendously. Father, I pray right now our hearts will remember those who don't know you will come in the right relationship with you today. We give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen.